What up, everybody? This your boy Theo Pizza here with another episode of Run Your Race with my boy AJ Richardson, who is not here today. He's getting the fine for sure, but that's okay. But we are running it back. We have a very special guest here today. My wingman, my senior year. Uh, he has two new hips. Thank God. Refurbished. We talked about refurbished. <laughs> <laughs> two new refurbished hips, which we addressed before, but. We had to bring him back because there has been so much. When he walked in, we talked about it. Exactly one year ago today, we don't even know that for sure, but it sounds good. Close enough. Close enough. Exactly one year ago today, my man was on the pod, and he helped me get to where I am today, so I can't thank him enough. But he does not need no further introduction. All I got to say, he got to the back. My boy, Cam Johnson. Yo, appreciate you having me again, man. Year no later. problem, brother. Hey, listen. As soon as I, as soon as the contract hit, as soon as I saw it across the ticker, as soon as I saw Woj drop the news, I hit Hong. I said, "We got to have him back. Had Here to I have am. you back because there's a lot that has went on since then." Cam, last time we spoke to you, you were a Phoenix Sun. Now you're a Brooklyn Net. How the hell did this happen? <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> Man, you know how this league is. Oh, I do. Anything can happen. Anything. Anything. Um, it's not like the trade can't complete out of left field. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? It's not like I'm sitting down, minding my business, nothing's on the radar, then boom. Yeah. Uh, it's the same. You know, that trade was on the table since he initially, since KD initially requested a trade back yeah. in June. So it was always a possibility. Mm. It's just as you get down to the trade deadline with like 12 hours to go, yeah. you just, you don't know what's going to happen. Facts. 1 a.m., like you're just getting ready for bed for a game the next day. You know what I mean? You're not yeah. expecting um, it to happen in that moment. Mm. So in the moment, it's like, wow, like what just happened? But in totality, man, that's just how the league works, you know? And, and you just, you always just find yourself blessed to be a part of it, no matter mm. where you land. Um, if there's a team out there that wants you, you play for them. For sure. You know what I mean? Go where you're wanted. And, uh, you know, it's all worked out all right. For sure. <laughs> has it worked out? It really has, my boy. It's crazy. I mean, I, I remember exactly where I was. We were in L.A. We just got done playing the Clippers. I had a pretty good game also. I remember, yeah. And I was hyped. I was watching. I literally just turned off the game. You really? know what I mean? I I just turned off the game. Yeah. I, I was doing the game ready. Yeah. You're right. I that mean, was we, that night. That was. I had just got back to the hotel and I'm sitting there and we're talking with all the coaches. I'm, I'm with the coaches or whatever and a couple of the players and like not many players are there. And I'm going to tell you how funny it is. It, it's not funny, but it is funny. So I'm in the, I'm in the meal room. I'm the only player in there because I'm the only player knowing I can't get traded. I had a no trade clause. <laughs> so if I got traded, I could just be like, no. No. <laughs> no. So there was no one else in there. It was just me and the coaches. So I'm just sitting there. I'm chilling. Everybody else in the room because you just don't know what's going to happen. Never know. You have no idea what's going to happen. And then next thing you know, the news drops. And I'm just like, oh, my God. And let's talk about that for a minute, though, because that was my fourth year in the league. Your fifth yeah. And you go through this every year. It's like that trade deadline rolls around. And, you know, maybe some few, very few far in between are are like, yeah, I'm cool. I'm safe. Mm -hmm. But everybody for the most part is like, 
I could end up anywhere. I could be yeah. somewhere different tomorrow. You have no that, idea. You just feel it around the locker room, mm -hmm. around around the team, like guys mm -hmm. that you're close to, like people express it in different ways. For sure. Some people laugh about it. Some people are are very like anxious about so it. So you were at home? No, we were in Atlanta. Oh, you were in Atlanta. Atlanta. We had a game. Uh-huh. We had a back-to-back -back versus Atlanta the next day versus Indiana the next day. And then we had the weekend. We had three days off maybe uh -huh. where it was uh, – the waste management open, Super Bowl, mm -hmm. all that. So it was about to be a fire weekend in Arizona, like the weekend to be in Phoenix of all weekends. Yeah. So everybody was looking forward to it. <laughs> I had my weekend planned out yeah. by the hour. I had people coming in. I had my weekend planned out by the hour each day. I knew what I was doing. Like it was, boom. I had appearances lined up and going to the, to the golf tournament, you know, at this hour. And, yeah. Super Bowl stuff lined up. Yeah. Because it was a yeah, thought. Because it was I in thought, Phoenix. I thought. That's sickening. To go to the Super Bowl or not to go to the Super Bowl. <laughs> oh like that. <laughs> you wiped away real that quick. Is, gone. That's gone. tough, bro. That is tough. Oh, my God. So you're in Atlanta. Yeah. Talk about the, the real life part of it as far as like your emotions and trying to understand like, okay. There is really a chance this might happen because he is really trying to go. He's trying to leave. Yeah, right. And, and you, you just don't know because, you know, you figure what could change that would make the trade happen now if it hasn't happened yet. Yeah. So that's like, what, what would that change be? And, yeah. and I, you know, mm -hmm. um, the other hand of it is like. Did you knew you were going to be a part of it? Yes. Yeah. Me and Mikhail both knew. Yeah. <laughs> Kel and I were sitting when KD initially requested a trade. Yeah. This was June 30th or something. Yeah. Early July, we're back lifting at the uh, practice facility in Phoenix. Yeah. And we, we, we go get breakfast afterwards. We're sitting yeah. in uh, first watch. And, and I'm just like, bro, like, if this trade happens, I think, we're, I think it's both of us. Yeah. He's like, yeah, like. I don't see any situation where it would be one or the other or something. Mm -hmm. I think it would be both of us with other players, with other picks, whatever. But I think it would. And we're like, yeah. And I'm like, yeah, bro. Like, I'm not going. I'm not going. Did if it you're help? Not coming. That yes. had to help. Absolutely. 100%. That had to help. Because like you said, it, there's so much going on. Like, you know, mm -hmm. life in the league is busy enough. You know, you're playing all the time, blah, blah, blah. You got a lot of stuff on autopilot. Mm -hmm. A lot of your life. like For sure. You have people to help you. You're comfortable. You're in your routine. That's like the because, one thing you can't control. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And so when you get, when you go to a new city, even a place like New York, it's busy. You know, there's yeah. a lot to figure out. Mm -hmm. It's a lot going on. Um, you know, there's just a lot of logistics stuff to handle. Like you can almost get kind of lost a minute. Like mm -hmm. you, you also have to be able to delegate that properly to the people around you, to your agents, to your managers, to your family members, to people who help you. Uh, but just to know that I had somebody going through that, that I had played with my whole career meant everything. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. It helped and that was a lot. my next question. I'm like, going with Mikhail had to be, I wouldn't say a weight lifted off your shoulders, but like kind of like a, okay, I can really do this. Yes. Absolutely. That just shows the And there is frustration. Yeah. There is frustration because you're trying to. We're, a compet we're like we're trying to compete. Like we're not just. It wasn't a trade where we go to Brooklyn and we're just packing up the season. Yeah. Like we're trying to compete, so we're trying to win games, mm. trying to get a playoff spot, stay out of the playing for sure. Yeah. Um, 
And at the same time, we got Spence and Doe coming in from Dallas. Mm -hmm. um, so we're, we're starting Spence, Kale, me, Doe, and Clax. That's five players that have played from, for three different teams the entire season up to that point. That's crazy. So it's just a lot to merge. So there's, yeah. there was definitely a frustration, and, mm -hmm. and there's so much you're trying to figure out. You, you don't even know everybody's names yet. Yeah. Like in the in – the, in an organization. In an organization. Yeah. You're trying to figure so much out at once. Yeah. So to know that you, I had Kel and Spence and Doe going through it at the same time. Like, yeah, that helps. It makes it more manageable. Like, even if things are tough, you're still like, all right, we can get through this. And Spencer's been there before, so he can kind of oh, help. Oh, absolutely. As far as delegate, be like, okay, listen, talk to them. They can help you with this. And, and, and that's that. that's that's a, uh, like a really cool thing he brings to the table. For sure. What Talk about... Um, just give everybody kind of a walkthrough on what it was for Cam Johnson when it happened. The trade like, that yeah. night? Yeah. So like your yeah, like okay. your agent calls you or just well, no. give us a rundown. Okay. So how you get I'll from start from the when beginning. you find out to when you get to Brooklyn. Okay, so I know he I know KD requested a trade and wanted to go to Phoenix. I know he re-requested the trade yep. and wanted to go to Phoenix. Mm -hmm. Right. So I was like, okay. And this, I guess in some capacity, this is back on the table. So I'm not completely blindsided. Yeah. But as the night goes on, I don't really hear much. So I'm like, you know, mm -hmm. I'm just going to go to bed, get ready for the game tomorrow. So I'm doing a game ready, watching your game. Yeah. I, 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 you know, I'm unwinding. It's like 1 a.m. About to go brush my teeth, go right to bed, done, done for the night. Yeah. And I get a phone call from my little brother. Oh, I'm like, why is Puff calling at 1 a.m.? Yeah. And my little brother and my dad are on the line and they go, you just got traded. Like, Puff's like, you got traded. <laughs> you and Kill got traded. I'm like, huh? <laughs> I'm like, you're like, that's not funny. That's yeah. not a funny joke. Like, like no, like, y'all really just got traded. So my little brother and my dad called me. Um, then I started getting text messages and all that. Yeah. You know, like, oh my goodness, what's going on? Yeah. And then every all of our, our son's players are on the same floor. Basically, we're all on like 14, 15. Yeah, so all yeah, the yeah. ones on 15, like you hear, like you can hear them. Some of them are like, yo. And, and then everybody at once basically goes and opens their door and looks into the hallway. So then we all like gather around in the hallway of the of the four season Atlanta. Yes. Right. So then I immediately call Mikhail. I'm like, yo, like this is crazy. And like, meanwhile, I haven't heard anything officially. It's not like either team has called me yet. You know, my agents haven't even called me yet. This all is like the first two minutes since the tweet broke. Yes. So I called Kel. Kel is like, you got to understand, like, he's kind of like a go with the flow type of guy. Like, it's really hard for something like that to knock him off. Like, he's not going to be like, uh, like, he's not going to be sitting there pressed. Yeah, sad. Yeah, yeah. Like, he was like, almost like had a smile on his face and was just like, yo, this is crazy. Yeah. So I'm like, yo, come up to the 15th floor. Like, a bunch of us are out here. So we, he comes up. And bro, we just were there talking for probably another hour, hour and a half. And it's basically our entire team. Mm. Everybody's in flops and like <laughs> no shirt, shorts, sure. you know what I mean? Yeah. Like everybody was like just, just literally just, just gathered in this hallway, chopping it up. And we're talking about everything, you know, just, you know, people who have been traded saying, you know, what what they've been through and, mm -hmm. and you know, it's, it, it, we kind of had the realization like this was the last time that this group is going to be together. together ever. Yeah. And it's a group that played together for a while, mm -hmm. you know, C, Book, DA, yeah, me, yeah. Uh, Dario, Mikhail, you know, um, C-Pain. Like, yeah. 
we put a lot of hours and a lot of sweat and, and a lot of sacrifice from everybody individually yeah. to get there. So it's like you had that kind of realization. And then, um, you know, you just tell everybody you appreciate them. Like, yeah. it's been fun. Mm-hmm. And I get that it's a business. Like, it's, it's been a fun ride with that group. So me and Mikhail then kind of like everybody goes their separate ways. I go back to my room. Night goes on. It's probably three-ish. I'm not asleep yet. There's, no way, there's, there's no way you're sleeping. Yeah, yeah. So 3 a.m., I am on the phone with people trying to figure stuff out. Like, what am I doing next? Like, yeah. I, like what, where, where do I go? Yeah. Like, what do I do? Yeah. And it's three it, o'clock in the morning. Let me rewind. <laughs> yeah. Let me rewind. It, 20 minutes after I found out I was getting traded, I got a, a simultaneous phone call from both GMs. Mm. That's when I got the official word from the GMs. So gotcha. I talked to each of them. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, but as the night went on, I talked to people. And then about 4 a.m., Coach Monty calls me. Mm-hmm. And he's like, I think he was asleep. So he's like, I just woke up. Like, I just saw, like, kind of like, imagine like you're a coach and you just wake up to that. And, and you just that, lose and, two of your guys. I mean, and you gain Kevin Durant. Like, it's yeah. just a, it's a yeah, lot. It's yeah, just yeah, a lot. A lot. It's just a lot. <laughs> so I have a long conversation with him, talk to him. I probably end up going to sleep at like 5, 5.30, wake up around 7-ish. You know, I'll probably sleep an hour or two. Yeah. And then I get up, I pack my stuff. We're on day eight of a day seven of an eight day road trip or something like that yeah. so i got a suitcase full of dirty clothes yeah, yeah, yeah. and like one outfit left <laughs> and they're like you got a flight at 9 a.m to brooklyn kale and i so we go downstairs in the morning say goodbye to everybody in the organization yeah. you know it's like a like like we're being shipped like away a bro farewell tour yeah like a fair yeah, like, like we're being shipped away yeah like it's it's emotional yeah and tough, you bro. come to the realization like this is no longer you. my group. Yeah, they yeah, drafted and you. you feel like you you feel like you know really a part of that organization. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so you just feel like you're getting shipped away. And then me and Mikhail take the fight up to New York. And mind you, we had just played in Brooklyn the previous night, so we had just got to Atlanta. Yes, I do remember that. So yes. we played in Brooklyn, and then y'all going back to Brooklyn, and we're going back to Brooklyn. Hey, we love you guys. What y'all did to us, <laughs> we would like y'all to do, do that, that for us. <laughs> <laughs> so how about that? So we get back there, man. We have physicals. Yeah. Um, as soon as we land, there's a game that ever. No, no, it was actually it was, <laughs> it was smooth, easy, boom. Like you're good. Yeah. Get on the court, go. Yeah, yeah come on. <laughs> but Mikael was trying to play that night against Chicago. He's like, "Is there any way I can play tonight?" I'm like, "Bro, breathe, bro. Yeah, Chill. yeah. Let's take a. <laughs> you don't even know. The, you don't please. even know, but two of the coaches yes. like, <laughs> chill." Like he know he had that crazy streak going, so he's like he's not, and it wouldn't oh, count as yeah. it didn't count as a missed game because oh, okay. he was ineligible to play, yeah, yeah. and he ended up playing eighty three anyway. Yeah. He is trying to like he's calling people like how can I play today? Mm-hmm. Like KD is not anywhere near Phoenix right now. He needs to have a physical before the trade clears, so you cannot play tonight. Oh okay, right? Like yeah, the trade yeah, doesn't yeah. formally process, so you yeah. can't play. He's actually kind of upset about it. He's pissed. My bro, breathe, bro. I remember seeing y'all in the stands. Yeah, and yeah, just yeah. Like we're cheering. Yeah. <laughs> exactly, exactly. So they play. Sh- clip. We play Chicago. Practice the next day. Me and Kel practice, and then we play the following day versus Philly. And then from then on out, it's just like here, like play for the Nets now. Yeah, go play basketball. So you just try to figure it out on the on on the go, man, on the fly. Just yeah, hey, listen, plays, man. styles, the people around you, personnel. I mean, that's. I think that is the biggest thing people don't honestly understand is like, it's so rare to plug and play. Like you just name, y'all just switch the whole starting lineup. The entire starting lineup. So you would change your like, in, like 
It's not like you took one player from a different team and added them into what you already had. We kind of had to recreate yes. something. You got two players coming from Dallas, two people coming from Phoenix. And who, then the Y'all just running stack the whole damn time. We didn't run stack. No. We rarely ran stack. And then you had Nick, who was already there. He, all he knows is I switch everything. <laughs> so, like, my th- it's crazy, bro. And, and add on top of that, it's, it's mid-February, so we can't, like, everybody yeah. is late season, mid-season. Like, you can't just spend three hours on practice. And you're trying to make a run. And y'all are in the midst of trying not to be in the plane. So we're like a four or five seed. Yes, you know, bro. It's just... crazy, bro. It's crazy. I remember a big, would you say a big game for y'all that y'all won was that Minnesota game? At Minnesota? Yeah. Yeah. That was a huge one. Yeah. And it was like a, a close win. Like, yeah. The one thing about having a team like that is fourth quarters get a little tricky because yeah. fourth You're quarter execution is a very, very valuable skill. Yeah. Winning. Like, that's how our Phoenix teams became good is because we were able to beat teams in the fourth quarter. And if you can do that consistently, you're a great team. Y'all executed a high, high level. Because, uh, like, a lot of teams, even the teams that are the worst teams in the NBA, can play you well for three quarters, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Like, not every game's a blowout. Exactly. So that fourth quarter execution and ability to win games is a real skill. For sure. That we sure. need, that we were trying to figure out on the mm-hmm. fly. What did you love? What What was the biggest adjustment? And I kind of know, like, I'll I speak from my experience first. When I got to Brooklyn at first, I'm going to keep it uh, hunted. I hated it. I, I could not take it, bro. I, I was like, I can't drive anywhere. Yeah, you're from North Carolina, bro. Yes. It's the furthest, you know what I mean? Bro, I can't drive anywhere. I can't go anywhere without an Uber or I have to fucking walk and it's cold. Like, it was nuts. Now, then I loved it. Then I loved it. I mean, it, it, it's a... It's a definitely a transition. It definitely a trend. What, what was the toughest part for you? Um, the toughest part is you're trying to settle down into a place. Mm-hmm. And like, like I don't have a car or anything. So like if I need to go get groceries or I need to go get something, like any necessity, mm-hmm. like it's a lot more of a process. Yeah. It's not as straightforward as, oh, let me jump in a car, run to the store and grab this. No, like, it's just not that simple. <laughs> it's not happening. Right? So it's just like, a lot to figure out. Yeah. Uh, it's, a, it's a big city, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And there's a lot going on. So, like, you got to find your routine in it. Yeah. You got to find your places in it. Um, And that's hard to do, like, off rip. So that's mm-hmm. what I say was the hardest hardest sure. thing to be. And getting used to having less space. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm coming from Phoenix. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Where I had space. A For lot sure. of my own space. Yeah, your, de- your space definitely gets yep. chopped in New York. Big chop. But, and the cold. Oh. I left the, like... I yeah. left Pittsburgh. Yeah. <laughs> like, please don't send me back to these cold yeah, weathers. North Carolina different. was a good step, and yeah. Phoenix during the season has the best weather. Yeah, it's definitely different. And it's like boom, definitely. back to the winter. Yeah, Phoenix is Phoenix is good in the winter. I'll tell you. I'll ask you this though. You're you're in. What is that type of mental confidence? You always had confidence. You and Mikael always had confidence. Y'all were always confident players. You weren't doing the same thing you were doing in Phoenix that you were doing in Brooklyn. Talk, talk about that different step you guys took on when y'all went to Brooklyn. Um, the baseline of it is we were afforded more responsibility and freedom, mm-hmm. just given our system and what we wanted to do. 
So Brooklyn kind of gave us an opportunity to practice what we've been working on. Mm -hmm. Phoenix, like our jobs were very specified in Phoenix. Like, you know, like yeah. Mikhail was very, used very heavily defensively. Like mm -hmm. the ton of energy of his was put towards defense mm -hmm. and he was great at it, mm -hmm. right? He, you got guys he like cover a lot of people. You got guys like Chris Paul and Devin Booker. You want the ball in their hands. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? So you find your way that you can complement the best. Mm -hmm. And it worked. So you continue to do it. It's mm -hmm. winning you games. Continue to do it. Mm -hmm. um, so our games were definitely based around that and the fact that like, okay, we know that we're not, you know, going to use 10, 15, 20 ball screens a game. But you like, we're going to stretch the floor. We're going to be able to take advantages where we find them, go catch, create offense when we can. But we understand that we weren't necessarily relied upon to be like main engines of the offense. And we were complementary pieces that yeah. could be very effective in that role. Yeah. And that's, just, that's the sort of sacrifice of yourself. You For know, sure. like you, it's because we, we both just wanted to win and whatever offered us the best opportunity to do so, we were going to do. Mm -hmm. um, so we get to Brooklyn and our roles change a little bit. And it's not like, you know, we're in Phoenix just practicing corner spot up threes all, all yeah. day. Like we're working on our entire game. Yeah. And I think- Is it a conversation that Jock had with y'all? No, it's just how it plays out. Just, just happened. I mean, maybe it was a little bit stated like you guys now are afforded more, mm -hmm. afforded more responsibility. Um, but- yeah, it's just kind of natural. And uh, one thing about Mikhail, so we had a lot of injuries last year in Phoenix. Yeah. Uh, leading into this. So we only played, like, I I hurt my knee early November. Mm -hmm. So I played eight games in the beginning of the season before I had to get knee surgery. I yeah, came back in January mm -hmm. and played another, like, 10 before getting traded. Yeah. Right? Um, so I missed 30 some games, book missed a bunch of games, DA missed a bunch of games, mm -hmm. CP missed a bunch of games, C Payne missed games, Landry Shamit missed games. Mm -hmm. Like our top seven, eight guys, Jay Crowder, you know, we didn't have yeah, Jay didn't all have season. Jay the whole season. Like we had a lot of guys missing. Mm -hmm. So there was a huge chunk of the season where McHale was relied on a ton mm -hmm. to do a lot of things, you know, be an engine of the team. So it was a great opportunity for him to take everything that he's ever worked on and just put it into practice. Yeah. So we finally get everybody back. We play one game against Brooklyn with our starting lineup. First time since early November that we played it before the trade. Mm -hmm. So obviously you give Mikhail all that freedom leading up to that. He's a guy that's always in the gym, always yeah. working, always advancing, always looking for ways to get better. Yeah, he was on the ground. And he's rolling. a film guy too. Yeah. So he, he's taking everything that he's working on and he's learning from it and he's getting better. Mm -hmm. So you put him in Brooklyn where he has a chance to really fully show what he what he can do. And he was just ready for that opportunity, yeah. plain and simple. People ask me this all the time, like what happened there? I'm like, he didn't change. And it wasn't like he magically just acquired some skill. Like he had been working on this the whole time. Like this mm -hmm. is the player that he has been working to become this whole time. He gets the opportunity, boom, he was prepared for it. And I'd say the same thing for myself. I mean, I was fresh off of a, a missing a lot of games, just getting back into, mm -hmm. into flow. Um, was that Book's first game back? Brooklyn was his first game back. Shout out to Price Picks, our presenting partner, the Daily Fantasy Sports Game. Head over to prizepicks.com or the app. Price Picks makes it super easy, and it takes less than 60 seconds to make your entry. As AJ said, it's very easy. You pick between two to six players. It's a skill-based fantasy game. You don't play against anyone. 
you're playing against the Prize Picks projections. It's simple. It's either more or less. Prize Picks is the only daily fantasy sports game that has injury insurance. With Prize Picks injury insurance, if one of your players get injured, your entry still stays in play. And you already know we locked in on an NFL season. But Prize Picks also offers college football and many other sports. But Prize Picks also is matching your first hundred dollar deposit. So if you put in $100, they match $100. But if you put in $20, they match $20. Go to prospects.com slash race and use code race for your first deposit matched up to $100. And it's so crazy to say that. It's like, ain't it mysterious how God works? Mm-hmm. He set y'all up for that moment by giving y'all a taste of what Brooklyn was going to be like, which y'all not even thinking exactly. about it. Exactly. Like, Mikel was getting prepped for Brooklyn this whole time. And 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 look what he did when he got the opportunity. Amazing. Amazing. That's that's big time, bro. I didn't even think about that. So that's where like all this stuff happens. You just gotta roll with it, bro. You just yep. gotta understand you're blessed oh, to be in the sure. league. For sure. Like, you could be frustrated about this, frustrated about that, but 100%. at the end of the day, you're with an organization that cares for you, mm-hmm. that cares about you. You know, and you have an opportunity to continue to grow yourself in your game and experience new things. There's nothing, that's nothing, all, nothing to all, put your head that's down all about. That's all players really want, bro. Like to be appreciated and just have the. Of course, there's a, a, a um, how I want to say it, a level to the freedom yes. of how much you can do. Of course, you're a basketball player. You're not gonna go out there and shoot ten step backs, but like, well, you never. <laughs> yeah, that's true. You, you never know what Cam. If he's feeling it, he will. But. Uh, I think that's 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 dope, bro. Like I I didn't even look at him that perspective uh, because you're right. Y'all were hurt majority of that year, and Kale was there the entire that time, whole time. And there, and, and he played really, guy. and he played yes. really well. And was hoping, and he was played, hoping, and but it wasn't perfect. Like there yes. was definitely days where he had to figure out, like, mm-hmm. okay, what does this take? Mm-hmm. And that experience was invaluable for him in yeah. taking a huge leap, yeah, into becoming a more prominent feature player, known player in the league. For sure. So y'all get y'all get to Brooklyn. Y'all are hoping. Y'all playing well. Um, y'all get the sixth seed. You play Philly. Mm-hmm. What what did y'all learn as a unit? Because y'all pretty much bring the same team back. You got a healthy Ben and all that. What did y'all learn from that playoff series that y'all can build off on? Well, because you know, as far as the, the wing depth, Jesus. It's good. It's crazy. It's very good. Oh, my gosh. Like, what did y'all learn from that? I think the biggest thing that we learned, I learned in specific, was it went back to that fourth quarter execution. I think we could hang with anybody. We have the pieces to hang with. We have to, like, there's a certain style that we can play that really complements the types of guys we have. Like, Mm -hmm. the wing depth that we have, the length, the ability to guard, the ability to shoot are, like, our cornerstones of our team. Yeah. Um. But I think that fourth quarter execution, man, I went back and I watched all those Philly games and they were all pretty close. Y'all were in every game. You know, we're yeah. either up or right there. And just the the inability to close games, that's a Philly team that's been together for a minute. You know what I mean? They, yeah. you know, MVP of the league. Makes a difference. It makes a difference. Like and we were- won it last year was who? Denver. Been, been together. together for a long time. I think the effects of- Team building and camaraderie can get lost in the league sometimes. Mm-hmm. Uh, teams can get a little impatient, you know what I mean? Um, but, yeah, 
it just came down to that. Like we had the pieces to do it. We just didn't execute well enough in the fourth quarter. Like one game we scored like 15 points in the fourth. You know, it's just yeah. they went zone and slowed us down one game. Game mm-hmm. two. Slowed us down. And it was like, oh my goodness, like we barely talked about zone offense out here. Yeah. You know, there's so many things to get to in that short time we're together. Like mm-hmm. we're all trying to run something a little bit different. It's not coming together the way we want. And and it mm-hmm. and it and it uh hampered us that game. So mm-hmm. you get swept, it sucks, it hurts. But you look back and, and you see why it happened mm-hmm. and, and how you can improve. And for sure. Look, look, first two games of the season, what did it come down to? Both of them came down to the last 30 seconds of the game. Yep. So we understand that we're going to be a team that's going to find ourselves in close games all the time. Mm-hmm. And we're going to have to learn how to win them. For sure. And that's only makes you better later. But also, I, the thing I like about the talking on the pod also is like teaching and making sure people understand the Having a team and having a group together the whole season is very beneficial because they're, if you have them the whole season, you're going to go through pretty much everything you need to go through for the playoffs. And that means a lot. So I can see where you're saying in the fourth quarter, they throw something at you like, yo, we have not done this together. So you're trying to like, okay. Fourth quarter somebody NBA is completely different oh my God. than the other three quarters. Completely different. And that's just, and I learned that early. My yeah. rookie year in Phoenix, we did not win close games. That, like we went on a losing streak where every game came down to the very end. It was yeah. like nine games in a row. And I was like, man, it's kind of hard to win in this league. Like these other teams make plays when necessary. Like guys mm-hmm. are really good and they will make game winning plays yeah. for the last seven minutes of the game nonstop. Mm-hmm. And then over time, we became that team. Mm-hmm. So we became that team in Phoenix where Anytime we stepped on the court in the fourth quarter, if it was a close game, I feel like all five guys, bench and coaches, were like, we're good. Yeah. We got what it takes. We're good. We understand our execution, mm-hmm. and we're going to beat them. They're going to sure. make one or two mistakes. We're going to capitalize on them. Game over. And that's mm-hmm. what we did. We won 64 games the, the season before. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? And you could tell y'all had the type of swagger and the type of confidence that y'all knew. All right, we know they're going to be in the game, but we're going to beat them in the fourth. Mm-hmm. Y'all had that type of confidence. That's what prevailed y'all to the finals that year for sure. Yeah. But Cam, going into the summer, you have one hell of a year as far as just just everything happening. Everything happening. I mean, it's it's a lot. But Cam, it all worked out, brother. It did. You got to the bag. Put the money sign everywhere. Money sign. Money sign. (laughs) Put the money sign down. Please please put the money sign down. Please put the money sign down. Put put it away. (laughs) Put got to the bag, my boy. Cam. What'd you get? A couple. A little bit. Enough. <sighs> Cam, give us the number, my boy. Enough. I say it. It was over. <laughs> I'm not going to put his business out there. I'm not gonna, if he'll want to say it, I'm, I'm not, not going to say, say it. it. But it was a lot. Wouldn't it be nice if we never had to tell anybody? Yeah, if it that, never came that out? That would be nice. That would be nice. You just but be got for to the you bag. and whoever else you want to know. And yeah. it's just like, oh, he's under That's contract for four years. That's a fact. That'd be nice. He got a four-year Let's deal. Let's consider that. He got a four-year deal. Let's just say yeah. that. It's beautiful. Yeah. I'll tell you that. I was busting his ass at Carolina people. That's all I'm saying. I was whooping his ass. Okay, Theo. We were on the same team. We still practice. We were on the same team in practice. We were. <laughs> <laughs> Whooping everybody else. Whooping everybody else. Bro, I'm so happy for you. Beyond happy for you. And it was, talk about where were you when it happened? 
in, in my uh, little short-term lease apartment in New York. And then you got, then you walked right out and said, I'm not staying here anymore. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the thing is, uh, here's the thing. It, it, I will say this. Now, bear with me. Okay. It's a strange feeling when you accept the contract, sign the contract. Yeah. It's like everything you work for, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like that getting drafted, getting your first contract, crazy feeling. Mm-hmm. Getting that second one is like everybody understands that getting to that second contract is a huge part of the NBA. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was a strange feeling because it was like, okay, this is great. But like, I'm not going to change the way I live. Yeah. I'm not going to go buy something crazy. I'm not yeah. going to start acting different. Like that's, yeah. And so I had to really think about it for a little bit. Like, it's a huge blessing, bro. For sure. And I think it's going to be something that as I continue on in life, mm-hmm. you know, I'll maybe be able to reap the benefits of more later, you mm-hmm. know, like something that later me will definitely appreciate. But in the moment, I don't think I'd change one thing about my daily routines, how I operate, mm-hmm. you know, monthly budget, whatever that may be. I don't think any of that's really changed. And that's big time. And I... Listen, that was one thing I was not worried about. Like that's yeah, just yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. And to think about like knowing you signing that contract, and as soon as I saw it, I'm like, dude, he worked his ass off every single day. I went back to Carolina, talked to Doug. I said, Cameroon's uh, face should be all. I call Cam Cameroon just so people yeah, don't think. Long, old, old joke. <laughs> yeah, old joke. His face should be all over this damn place. You were in there every day. Every single day, every man. Every day grinding. There were some some long days in there. Oh my gosh, bro. Like, a lot of stuff to get through. I played a clip. I didn't know if Cam was gonna play basketball ever again. It does it? What was the clip? When the dude jumped on your back. Oh, there zoom, has to be a full a, a zoom there has to, dude. A there zoom has to dude. be a full game clip of this. Miami. It's gonna be it's, easy to find. We can find it. We can find a zoom it. Dude. We'll find it. Hey, listen, we'll find it. Zoom dude jumped on Cam back and he his body didn't move. It like just snapped. And I said, Oh, he's, he's done. done. <laughs> he's done. It's over. I, I was there I like, <laughs> I'm on the ground. Like, I'm done. I don't know if he's playing basketball again. Next thing that you was, know, eleven pick eleven pick in the draft. I said, Well shit. My man got two new hips and he's a lottery pick. I loved it. Cam, you got to the bag, my boy. Refurbished. Refurbished. My goodness. Refurbished. New and by replacement. Yeah, yeah. yeah. (laughs) I'm not there yet, partner. (laughs) Refurbished hip. But Cam, I was so happy for you, bro. You deserve it. And lo and behold, you get, I mean, just the year you have went through is just. Literally, this is funny because it's the very beginning of that season. Yeah. To a year later, two games into this season. It's crazy, bro. Like, and then next thing you know, you sign the contract, you get to the bag, you're like, okay, got a big time season coming up. Ring, 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 team USA. What goes through your head? That's a crazy opportunity. One that you can't pass down, right? Yeah. That's really what it came down to is just opportunity to represent the country, you know. Mm. That's just such a huge honor. For sure. So that's just what it came down to at the end of the day. Man. That's a crazy experience too. Had to be. Yeah. How, how was that? I'm going to say overall, there's so much positive to take from the experience. Mm-hmm. And the crazy part is we shouldn't have lost. We all know that. Yeah. Close game. Germany played a heck of a game. Mm-hmm. Canada played a heck of a game. Close games. Easily could have flipped one way or another. You know what I mean? But there's so much po- – and, and, you know, you get home, 
ESPN's on TV talking about everything about, yeah, yeah. you know, big slander. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like, you know, that's the business we're in. Mm -hmm. You know, you, you want to play with the best. You want to play in our most prestigious team. Mm -hmm. You best be able to handle the criticism that comes along with it. Sure. So that's fine. Mm -hmm. Right? I'm cool with that. But there's so much positive to take from the experience, man. Great coaches. Great teammates. Get to uh, play with guys that you otherwise probably would never play with. Mm -hmm. um, learn, see what their daily habits are. You know, these coaches are Hall of Fame level coaches. T. Lou, Spo, mm -hmm. Steve. Mm -hmm. Like, it's, it's, it's a lot you can take from them. Mm -hmm. um, and, and I appreciate it as a whole, man. And I think I learned a lot and was able to grow a lot from it. Yeah. Just talking and about And you got to think, every single practice we're playing, five on five, like, that's good bump. Every Great day. Bump. And that's that's where I was going with it. I'm like, you're surrounded by you're surrounding yourself with guys who are and up and coming stars. And these guys are gonna take a step. They're gonna have to take a step. You're gonna see you, a step all from, you're gonna have to take all, a step. From all those players that you, that that were on that USA team, you can go down the roster top to bottom. You're gonna see a lot of steps mm -hmm. from from a lot of those guys. Because you're not gonna get better bump than what y'all did right. on over that time period right. playing with team USA. And international ball's different. You yep. gotta have respect for it. For sure. You have to have respect for it. Mm -hmm. It's cool though. Like what was you the got, biggest adjustment? Uh the way they call the, the games, like the way they call fouls and stuff, and mm -hmm. the way they officiate is just mm -hmm. different, you know? Yeah. And, and those teams, shorter, like closer three-point line, they they pack it in more. They run great offense. Like you can tell these teams have been together for years mm -hmm. and years and years and years. And um, you just gotta appreciate it, man, yeah. because like at, in the NBA, like we we try to represent basketball at the highest level, on a professional, mm -hmm. highest professional level. Um, but basketball, the globalization of basketball helps everybody involved in the basketball business. Yeah. Like there is billions and billions of people out there, way bigger than the United States. Like the more they get in tune with the game of basketball mm -hmm. and, and stuff, it just makes it better for everybody. Yeah. It makes it a better global product. It makes it a better product here. Um, so, you know, it's just an appreciation for the for for the growing of the sport as a whole. Like these teams and their country showed out. Like oh. Lithuania had a whole section. I heard of, yeah. Going crazy. I heard it was nuts. They like, and they love it. Yeah. So respect. It's a lot of respect. Too. For sure. For sure. I mean, I, I, I can only imagine it being an unbelievable experience. Yeah. Um, as every person on that team, super competitive. Wasn't a result y'all wanted. Right. Everyone knows that. But at the end of the day, Y'all went out there and y'all y'all played hard as hell every damn game. It's not like y'all went out there and just laid a big fat ass egg on and didn't do anything. Right. But at the end of the day, they're professionals too. Yeah. Like they had hell of people in there in the league and played. And Dennis Schroeder was amazing. I mean, he was hooping. But and, um, the Wagner brothers were doing well. So it was it was good to see. I'm happy you got that experience. And I know every single player is just gonna take a step from there. And it's gonna be it's gonna be fun to watch this yeah. season. I'm excited for this season. Uh, talk about your Brooklyn team this year. I know um, you haven't got to the start that y'all wanted to get to, but talk about how uh, excited you are and having a healthy Ben, um, you and Mikhail coming off uh, the good summers and stuff like that. How um, I'm excited, man. I'm really excited. Um, it's just a good group of guys. Yeah. Competitive. Mm -hmm. and, and there's still some stuff to figure out, but guys are invested, playing the right way. Um, and then you add Ben into the mix, like he he looks apart right now. Mm -hmm. Like he he's he's probably one of the fastest players in the league, uh, up yeah. and down the court. And 
there's so much potential that you can, there's so much money to be made playing off of that. Like mm -hmm. we're, we're just tapping into it now. Yeah. Like our offensive system and defensive system, like he's, he's, he's a huge part of it, mm -hmm. but we all got to learn how to play together yeah. because he's not like, it's not too often you get to play with a guy like Ben. For sure. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's a different play style. So yeah. he can open up a lot of opportunities, a lot of avenues, a lot of scoring, you know, potential for a lot of different guys. Mm. We just got to learn how to make that, you know, as efficient as possible. And we will. Yeah. That's 0-2, but two really close games. Two games sure. that we should have won. Yeah. And big, big, big learning opportunities. For sure. Because it's going to be like that all season. We're going to have close games all season. We're going to have to learn how to win them. You know what I mean? So, you know, it's 82 games season, a lot to go. You, nobody's ever won a championship the first week of the season. Hell no. So we'll lock back in and, and get it figured out. Hey, listen, y'all going to be really good. I, I have no doubt in my mind because y'all have the depth. Y'all have the the competitive nature as far as the guys I know, even on the team. Y'all going to be just fine. And right. Listen, I'm excited for you. Hope Thank you, you have a healthy, um, good season, great season. And um, I'm definitely going to be watching. Hopefully we're teammates one day. Yes, sir. You know, that would be lovely. But – I love Listen, it. we'll see. But we got two questions for you. One, this is a new question. So we had a big debate. Yeah. Do you think Kawhi Leonard deserves a statue with the Toronto Raptors? I'm going to give you my opinion. Yeah. I think he does. Yeah. No doubt about it. He came in, got you a dub, got you a championship, and dominated. Listen. What 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 more does the man have to do? I thought I don't think he has anything else he has to do. He came there and he's done it at a high level and want and listen, but I, I don't yes, does tenure matter? I don't think so. I, I really don't think it matters. In this in this situation, I don't think it matters. I think this situation is a special situation. There's not many situations in which I'd say a player who played for a team for one year deserves one. Mm -hmm. But I'd agree with you, and here's why. Okay. Because he really pulled up to Toronto. <laughs> pulled up. Yes. Didn't speak. Yep. Won a chip mm -hmm. and dip. He's like, I appreciate y'all. It was appreciate nice doing business. Yes. I'm glad I could bring y'all the chip. I'm going go on about my business. It's legendary. That's legendary. Legendary. Legends get put on statues. Get statues. Legends get statues. He's a legend. Like, but you, you, but I think context is key here. Mm -hmm. How geeked was the city of Toronto? Od, you know and what I mean. And who doesn't know Kawhi Leonard in Toronto? Exactly. And to bring a championship to that city in the manner that he did against the powerhouse of the Warriors, injuries or not, it's all it's it's the game. Think they, about his run. He beat Orlando. They lost game one. Beat Milwaukee. <laughs> Weren't they down in that series? Yeah, they were down. Oh, seventy sixers. Yeah, then beat the Sixers. Oh, that Sixer team was insane. Jimmy Butler, uh, Ben, Joel Embiid, Tobias. Come on, listen. I got nothing else I got to say. What Get more do you have to do? What more like, does he at, have to do? So what context is he key here. Like that, that run was legendary. That, that Toronto championship is legendary in Toronto. Like it's all about how the city feels about you. You know what I mean? That's yeah. what a statue is. Yeah. And, and they All love I'm talking him. about like they always community service and shit. And, <laughs> and they said like, bro, Kawhi's good and like that's that's what they say. Kawhi's always good in Toronto. Toronto will always love Kawhi. He always good, okay. no matter what. All right, 
Last question. Okay. Braun. Which yeah. Braun is better? 2012 Braun? First championship or 2018 Braun? He lost the championship, but he had an insane run. 2018 Braun. Why? That run was just insane, bro. Yeah. I agree. That 2012 I, team was very elite, top mm -hmm. to bottom. Yeah. Right? Yes. The 2012 team is better than the 2018 team. Yes. Right? Yes. 2012 was one of the best yeah. NBA teams ever assembled. Mm hmm Right? And, and you have a Braun that is still very much in his athletic prime. Mm hmm And it's just physically dominant. Like, yeah. But 2018 Braun, yeah, I think is peak- combination of physical prime Bron with fully basketball mentally developed Bron. And, and Bron is where you learn that there's really levels to the game of basketball. Like he put levels. I, I could just say a story real quick. My rookie year, we're playing in LA mm -hmm. and I get a play call for me. Uh -huh. And I'm like, huh, that's nice. I don't get plays called for me often. I yeah. love it here. Yeah. Like this is going to work. Yeah. I love this play. Yeah. He calls the play out, points at me and says, do not let him come off this pin down and shoot. I said, you hating? <laughs> I, I'm just trying to, just yeah, one shot, I, I man. This is the only yeah. play I get from me all game, yeah. man. And I, lo and behold, like, this is like, like Kuz or somebody knew the play. I'm going through it. They blow it up. I don't get, I don't get the shot off. Yeah. I'm like, bro, this is a random play. Like, there's not, you know what I mean? He just knows the game. He knows everybody's plays probably. He knows the terminology. He understands how it works. He's, in, you know, I'd hope 20 some odd years in the league gives you an elite basketball knowledge. And yeah. for him, it absolutely does. I think 2018 is that prime combination of that mental maturity and understanding of the game at such a high level with that he physical dominance. Insane, bro. I'm going to have to say 2018. What he you was think? insane, bro. And he shot the ball at a high level that year. Everything, though. He was doing everything. Everything. And I think just- They're about to give him MVP after losing. That's what I'm saying, so bro. What, so what, what are you- what side are you I said on? 2018. Who's, I said he's now got MVP. Huh? Tim said- Tim said- 20, Tim said 2012 just because he didn't no, like yeah, the yeah. heat. Go back and watch game one against the Warriors. In the finals. Yeah. And I know you watched that one because you're a Warriors fan. I'm a, I'm a, let me do this. Let me do this. Let me do this. Let me do this. First of all, appreciate your prize picks for support. Uh, prize picks. We appreciate you. We don't want to fail to mention that. And we appreciate all the fans for supporting us. Cam, we appreciate you coming on the show. And I said the show. Well, Cam, I appreciate you coming on the pod. It's been amazing. I'm going to leave it with this, though. Kawhi needs a statue because <laughs> Braun got Toronto that championship because he ended Toronto with that last with that game winning shot. He ended Toronto himself. He Did ended he that Toronto dynasty. He ended, he that, ended that era of Toronto the, basketball. He ended it. He ended it. A and guess who came in basketball. the next year? Kawhi. Kawhi. And he really had Toronto. And, and what did Kawhi? And what did Kawhi do when he got there? He won a championship. He won. And, right. and then did. No. No, 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 no. <laughs> hey, listen. <laughs> no. Hey, listen. <laughs> they want to get as far away from Braun as yeah, possible. They, they wanna, do not yeah, want to hey. put him out front of the Keep arena. Keep Braun in the West. That's what they want to They want say. him as far away as possible. No, bro, but on a serious note, we appreciate all the support. Cam, it's been amazing. Thank I appreciate you, bro. you coming back on. And you already know you're a brother from another mother. You know, your fans love your dad.
Yeah. Puff at Penn State, you better go crazy this year, my on, boy. Puff. Come on, you Puff. better go. You left Carolina, but we'll talk about that later. I smacked your side of the head. <laughs> but man, it's been it's been dope, bro. And y'all already know. Peace. <laughs>